There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. Good morning. It is Tuesday, August 1st. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterston. This is The Hustle Daily Show. On tap for today, a strange economy has made for strange deal-making times. And it's a flea market, if you will, out there. And no big deals is kind of a big deal. So what is the deal with all this? We will discuss in just a bit. But first, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack leg. Okay, first things first. Today, I in AI, even... Dungeons and Dragons is not immune to the AI revolution, as the game's publisher Hasbro inked a partnership that could add so-called powerful AI-driven game mechanics to future D&D sessions if you so choose. Very interesting. Very interesting. I wonder what the uh, kids in Stranger Things would be thinking of this. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Moving along, Jeepers, a scary slide for Jeep just is not stopping. The car brand has now seen eight straight quarters of falling sales. Five years ago, Jeep was sixth among U.S. auto sales. Now it's in ninth place. This was really surprising to me. I know you live in New England, JC, but they're so popular in the Northeast. Like I've lived in a few other places and have not seen as many Jeeps out there. But they're so popular, especially in the Boston area. Like if you go to Charlestown in Boston, Jeep is like the official car of Charlestown. It's ridiculous. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, f- I feel like I've also heard Jeep drivers have good camaraderie. Yeah. You know, I would love to see this company do well. Totally. Speaking of, a uh, trucking company, Yellow Corp, shut down after 99 years affecting some 30,000 workers. It received a $700 million loan from the federal government in 2020 and still owed more than $700 million as of its last quarterly report. Also, another bummer. <laughs> I guess we're just sticking with the bummers. A new Lending Club report found around 61% of Americans say they are now living paycheck to paycheck. That's actually the same number as last year. That's despite cooling inflation, though, so not great to see. Switching gears a bit, Nestle will invest around $3.5 billion over the next three years to expand its pet nutrition operation. And you really can't fault their logic. Led by the Purina and Friskies brands, it's the company's fastest growing segment. Also, on the food front, but in this case human food, Jimmy Donaldson, also known as Mr. Beast, the ultra-popular YouTuber with more than 170 million subscribers, has sued the food delivery partner he was using for his Beast Burger ghost kitchen chain over what the suit calls disgusting, revolting, and inedible burgers, according to Bloomberg, and that Mr. Beast's company has not been paid back any money from the venture. And last, but not least, finally, 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 Apple's iPhone 15 will reportedly feature USB-C charging, and that's good news for probably everyone listening to this who has an iPhone, because it'll make your life just a lot easier and a lot more convenient when it comes to charging your phone. The EU forced Apple's hand here, ruling that all tablets and phones must be USB-C compatible by 2024 to reduce e-waste. But if you think about it, 
Like I was saying, this should also help people just save money spent on extra cords for their iPhones. It'll help save people the stress of not having the right cord, the lightning cord on hand. And it also build bridges between iPhone users and the rest of the world. <laughs> and I think that's just beautiful. Totally. Build bridges and it'll reduce stress. I literally forget my charger like anytime I go anywhere. All right. And with that, let's get to today's main story. All right, JC. I don't know if you remember back to 2021, but it seemed like there was an IPO every day. Mm -hmm. And then we got into 2022, which was kind of bear market territory, not as many IPOs. That's extended a bit through this year. But according to a few sources, it seems like things could change later this year. What's going on there? You're totally right. I wrote in this story today, I started off by saying, remember the good old days when you'd race to invest in a hot startup that just went public at some crazy, insane valuation, then watch your money just like vanish within months. <laughs> right. Well, that was actually just two years ago and it actually was not a very good time. <laughs> but times obviously have changed, as have interest rates. U.S. companies raised only a little over $9 billion through IPOs so far this year compared to the usual $27 billion or so. And that's as investors are increasingly scrutinizing things like profitability, as they should. Now, it's not just the IPO market. It's a slowdown in all different kinds of deal-making, especially M&A. You know, I wrote M&A more like MIA because that's really what it's been like mm -hmm. globally between the higher rates, geopolitical issues, and recessionary concerns. Deal volume for mergers and acquisitions dropped 40% year over year to a little over a trillion dollars so far, which sounds like a crazy large number because it is a crazy large number, but it, that's down from a much crazier, much larger number in 2021 of $3.83 trillion, according to Bloomberg. So big drop, big dip. And in another market, M&A in what I called unicorn land, which is just more fun way of saying the venture capital ecosystem, uh -huh. that's on track for its slowest year since 2013, with just 429 venture-backed American startups making M&A exits in the first half of this year. That's down from 1.7 thousand in 2021 and 1.1 thousand last year. So just a slowdown all around in all the different markets. It's interesting too, because I've read some things about the private startup market right now. And the general consensus of what I've been hearing is that a lot of these companies that took funding, I guess in 2021 and maybe early 2022, are in trouble kind of in the sense that their valuation right now would be less than the valuation that they raised funding at. And so a lot of those companies, I think, don't really want to raise another round right now or don't really want to have a liquidity event because they don't want to have the optics Correct. show that their valuation is lower. So it's an interesting problem. I feel like totally. that happening in the private markets kind of extends into what's happening in the public markets as well. For sure. Now, I will say you bring up an interesting point because there are a couple bright spots, but it's more nuanced. So, for instance, the Saudi Wealth Fund's Savvy Gaming Group uh -huh. is acquiring gaming company Scopely for almost $5 billion. T-Mobile is buying Mint Mobile for $1.4 billion. Databricks recently bagged Mosaic ML for $1.3 billion. Nice. That's just to name a few kind of bright spots in this space. So there's still some big action, but the volume is not that big. Now, the stock market 
has been on a hot streak too, spurred by some easing inflation. And that's kind of warming up the oven for some expected IPOs potentially in September and later this year. And from companies like Arm, Clavio, Turo, which we recently wrote about, Birkenstock, the shoe company, and also Instacart, which infamously has written down its valuation multiple times, I guess, in the last year before it goes public, which has been very interesting to watch. The thing that I think is important to note and to remember, though, is if things start to open up and heat up again, which might not happen, but if they do, the last thing we want to see here is another meme stock situation Oh yeah, where money just floods back in blindly. You know, we may not have learned our lessons. If you look at some of the data out there, the Roundhill meme stock index is up 67% this year Crazy. in recent months. It holds things like uh, Bitcoin mining stock, AI lending platforms, Coinbase, Rivian Automotive, Carvana. Outside of this, Bitcoin is up more than 80% in 2023. Elsewhere, retail traders' bullish sentiment is the highest it's been since 2021. American consumer sentiment also just experienced its largest month-over-month jump since 2005. So I think it's just important to say, let's keep the good work up. Let's bring back some IPOs and M&A if we can, but in a responsible way, not for quick bucks, and let's not mess things up in the process. Love that. Just stay away from SPACs. <laughs> for the most part, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can subscribe to at thehustle.co slash email. Hope the week's going well. We'll see you right here tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding keeping and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies and Work wherever you get your podcasts.